Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Thing. It is Guys of a Certain Age. This is the hot summer edition of Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Covalent with Jay Reed and Art Shirley. Yes, and we are here. We are here. We are here. And it's not so hot anymore. I mean, this is like this is like early fall for Mississippi when we're recording this. It's, it's still- been a nice week. There's been some days yeah. I have loved the mornings. I have a feeling it's not here. To stay. to stay. <laughs> so, so I saw this thing that was like um, twelve seasons in Mississippi. Seen it? Yeah, yeah. I think we're at the Hell's Porch stage. <laughs> yeah. And right then you got then you got false fall, then late summer, and then then lingering summer. At, anyway, it was kind of it was very accurate. It really was. It's just crazy. We're going to end up with summer and winter, and that's it. So, of course, you know, in January when we're griping about uh, four degree temperature and all those things, we'll be like, "Oh, I wish it would warm up <laughs> for and, those three days." For those yeah. three days, those of you listening in Indiana, please don't make fun of us any worse than you usually do. Anyway, so how are you guys doing? Other than uh, the the pleasant few days we've had temperature wise, going well. I've got a first day of a long weekend. I haven't had one of those in a while, so I'm. Uh, pretty excited that's nice yeah what's a weekend what's a weekend <laughs> no kidding uh, and all my kids are home right now so you know busy days ahead so good or bad it's good good it's very good because they listen oh, they're oh they do listen they do listen wow do they listen to you or to the podcast to the podcast <laughs> yeah needed to qualify how about you or how are you good i'm doing well thank you we had uh yeah we visited yesterday talked a little bit about the things to do in the show we got caught up on a little geek to martin i did without jay so hope your ears weren't burning too hard bad worse jay were they were they burning yesterday at lunch <laughs> no no burning was happening well that's good that's good all right so who's got a geek of the week i believe mr reed does mr reed i think you do don't you uh, well is it is it my ticket stubs am i the geek i think so <laughs> but we said just of the week <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a this is a geekism from I believe the recorded history so, 1970. For those that can't see, that's right. We're so, looking at a uh, what would you call that? It's not like a, a photograph album page, but I guess it's, it's, it's a, like business a business card, card sheet. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Laminated business card sheets with little little slots that you yeah. can put things with in. ticket stubs stuck in them, but. In Jay's defense, he only did this to bring them here, right? Right. They usually the transportation. I have them in a small thing. box. Yeah. I have uh-huh. a box crammed full of them, and I this was so that I wouldn't get damaged or lost because I mean, 1979. That's what 30, 40 years. 40 years ago, buddy. That's that's wow. an antique. Yeah. yeah, I've got comic books from 1979, but I think that's probably all I've got from 1979. So, so I guess we should tell everybody what we're looking at. We've talked yeah, about how we old probably it should. Is. Yeah. So today's subject was going to be about concerts, and I got to thinking, well, I have ticket stubs from concerts from the very first concert I attended and is, beyond. Is, is anyone out there in our podcast audience surprised by that? They shouldn't be if they're regular listeners. Yeah. And yeah. maybe that's the thing. Is any are do we have any regular <laughs> listeners? Other that Jay's we're mom not, that we're not related to. <laughs> She's so not related. Yeah, to. that's right. Yeah. So this is this is kind of fun though. I've got one sheet here of the concerts in my November of nineteen seventy nine. It's when I saw Kansas. Oh, I hate you. Robbie and I have discussed that. He's hated me before. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw Kansas as well. It's the same concert? 
I, I think so. 79, you said? Uh-huh. It seemed like I saw him was when it I the was hump? in college. It was 80, but it's bound to be the same concert. Well, I was, gosh, I graduated 85, so I was, what was that, sixth grade, seventh grade, something like that? That's I crazy. Yeah. How did my parents let me do that? I don't know. <laughs> Trey Batson convinced them that it was safe. So that Trey lived across the street from me. Shout out to Trey, who is also known as Baron Von Rumblebus <laughs> by his music. Uh, wow, that's sponsored all. by <laughs> Baron Von Rumblebus. So then, uh, let's see. I didn't put him in date order, but I got a Chicago. That's from 1984. A lot of memories there. Yeah, Cool and the Gang, also in 1984. And we were looking earlier before the show at the ticket prices. The Cool and the Gang show, and you said that was from what year? 84. April 84. Ten dollars. Eleven. Oh, eleven dollars. That's $11. right. Okay. Celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago was twelve. Ooh, yeah. expensive. Kansas, we didn't find a price on that. No, wasn't a price on Kansas. Wasn't a price on Kansas, but that was because Kansas is priceless. Priceless. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So that was, uh, you know, the memories. Of course, I know. I can remember who all I was with at all these concerts. Because we'll, he has it written on the back. <laughs> we'll leave, well, I don't have <laughs> written on the back of these. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh. Um, Larry Gatlin, Gatlin Brothers. This was in Asheville, we North held Carolina. Hands. What does this say? One <laughs> <laughs> B. Remember uh. our hometown listeners. Oh yes, I'm sorry. But Larry Gatlin, this was a cool. Held hands Christmas. with Steve Walsh in Kansas. There we go. Okay. <laughs> and we digress. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't really say that. This was the Larry Gatlin last their last concert as Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers before they opened their theater in Myrtle Beach. That was okay. kind of the thing. It was kind of the last tour concert. I got a Petra, Reba McIntyre with Restless Heart and Aaron Tippin. Yeah, that was in '91, and Tim McGraw with Faith Hill in 1996. That was at Asheville. That was cool because Faith Hill was opening for Tim McGraw. Wow, they were not married a couple yet. Yeah. Well, they weren't married, but when they sang this duet together, you could tell something was going something on. Something was coming. And okay. Faith Hill, um is there a note know? about that on the back? <laughs> no, I not think a note. something's going on with Faith and Tim. You <laughs> heard I remember it here first it vividly because I've I knew Faith. You, have I told that story? No, no. no. Well, suddenly the podcast has <laughs> taken a anything we said about you not being cool is over. Yeah, right, of course. You know Faith Hill? Yeah. I have met Faith Hill. We were in. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. okay. I have letters from Faith in my other archive of, of mail. Please stop. <laughs> Restraining orders right. don't count. Uh-huh. Okay. We've, we've talked about this before. <laughs> truth. This is truth. I was in, I'm going to say I was in eighth grade. She was in seventh Gulf Shore Baptist Assembly, summer camp. Uh, uh, she was from Star, Mississippi, and her church was there. My church was there. Oh, uh, is this one of those summer romances? The, I was—I did not have a romance with Faith, but I—I I could name someone that you know that did. Um, but I'm not going to name them on the, on the air. I'll tell you off my. And then everybody and the just, ratings take a huge plunge. They Thanks, just, Jay. They just tuned out. Yeah. Well, but but yeah, seriously, I've got some pictures with her or of her and. Um, <laughs> That that wow! Oh, God. I have pictures of her at Gulf Shore, and I so have some not letters. Getting any better. I do have no, some it's letters. not getting any better. Just so that everybody knows, we usually record these episodes early before lunch on a Monday. It is late after lunch because yeah. somebody was late to the recording, <clears throat> and uh, oh, no go. Yeah, not not Art, <laughs> not Jay. I think he heard I was standing up to Ole Miss fans, and so he Uh-oh. just wanted me to ah. be worse. That's what ah, it was. That's probably so. And ah. so it's a little bit different dynamic, and uh, we're trying to get a little closer to the weekend, I guess. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's Friday so, instead of Monday. It's later in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So those are my concert tickets. The other tickets I've got here. Uh, 
one of the home early home games of the Carolina Panthers before they even went to their stadium, went to the early game there. And I have some like Mississippi State basketball tickets here. And on the back of them, that's what Art was referring to earlier. Um, I have like things that happened at that game. So MSU played Houston, and I have written saw Akeem Abdul Olajuwon play. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've got a football ticket here where it says I saw Herschel Walker play when Mississippi State played Georgia. And then I have some other random stuff like almost one bad officiating referee was banned from MSU. Wow. <laughs> what game was that? That would have been uh, Mississippi State versus Kentucky, January 1983. Wow. Oh, yeah. Way back. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. Yep. And then a couple of tickets from – this is really gets where we're not going to read the back, but uh, a couple of just random – you know, the tickets – Faith stubs. acts like she doesn't even know me. <laughs> Why do I keep getting letters from Faith's lawyer? Yeah. I don't want to faint. Um, theater tickets from Startville Cinema Twin 12. And with – one of them has the movie and the person that I saw the movie with. The other just has the person and we'll – We'll just so, leave but, that at but, that. But what was the movie? You could at least Red Dawn was the one. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. The original. The original. Oh, yeah. Is there any Is there other? other? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is there any other? So Yeah. So that was kind of a fun trip down memory lane when I pulled this box out and saw all this stuff. And so I I'll accept the geek label. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Not that anybody was d- disputing that. <laughs> no, not <laughs> anyway. at all. The evidence is in now. It's just there. That's right. That's right. I, I can't say that I can go that far back with tickets. I've got some stuff scattered here and there, but I do not have them organized and I kind of find them at, you know, the bottom of, of sock drawers from time to time. Yeah. So, but it's uh, pretty cool. So That is cool. It's fun. And it's neat. Like I said, we were talking earlier before it's the show started when they were waiting on when somebody they waited on Robbie uh somebody <laughs> but uh it you know it's hard to remember sometimes what you saw what year it was and whatever mm. so it's nice to have that well I knew I'd seen Kansas first I, uh, that was my yeah. memory of my first big right. concert but I didn't mm. realize it was that far back okay well what was your first concert Art? well we saw several people uh July the 4th in Greenville they would have uh, shows on the levee and so the first concert was probably Ray Stevens. Again, it's one of those things where the, you know everybody goes and you sit on the levee and watch that. And in fact, we're going to go to uh, see Ray Stevens at his uh, cabaret, cabaret uh, in Nashville in a couple of weeks. So it'll be you know, kind of a, what, 55 years later probably. Wow. But that's not that long ago, really. But um, first actual concert I went to was Billy Joel in the Hump. And that mm-hmm. was 1978, 1979. Yeah. So. What what tour was that? Do you remember? Uh, I think the you may uh, I may be crazy was the hit. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, I can't remember what album that was on. Was that the? It wasn't the Stranger? I think it was the one after that. But anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, but that's the hit he had out. So how did? And we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about concerts. That's going to be our subject, and that's why you know. When we when we we discuss this, Jay's like, I've got ticket stubs. Like, yeah, it's all going to come together. So, you guys living uh, close to uh, Jay in Starville, uh, Art in uh, in West Point, mm-hmm. um, having a venue like Humphrey Coliseum, was that your predominant place to go see concerts? I know you moved in later. Yeah. Know. So I saw you know first few concerts at Humphrey Coliseum at State, and then when you know went to Ole Miss, I would see some. You know, would still come back and see some at uh, Humphrey Coliseum, or we'd see some at the Tad Pad in, uh, in at Ole Miss. But uh, yeah, and and now and and maybe it's just changed. Maybe I'm not aware of it, but it doesn't seem like. Uh, the big acts are coming to either one of those universities anymore. No. I mean, you're lucky if Bank Corp South gets them, but uh, 
you know, they used to get just really, really. And of course, Billy Joel, yeah. like I said, it was top of the game at that point. Kansas, you know, that For was sure. when they were right there at the top too when they came around. And so we would see these folks, you know, when as part of their major tours. And of sure. course, looking at these ticket prices, you know, it didn't cost you. I mean, they're easily ten times that now. You know, uh, if not more, if not, and, and usually more, if not uh, twenty times that. So, uh, yeah, I do miss that we don't have uh, a venue like this, and I, I wonder about the the students here too, if they would. Uh, and of course, it may be that the acts that they care about are coming here, and I'm just not aware of who those that are. That's be. probably the case. Yeah, those are a little bit more club acts, some some, yeah. some urban mm-hmm. rap stuff. But you know, one of the things that was interesting to me, I moved to Starkville in '91. And um, so you still had some concerts coming through. And I came up, or I had friends come up from Meridian to see concerts right. up here. But when the Tupelo Coliseum opened in 93, 94, um, that really changed the dynamic because it was a much larger facility. It was easier to load in, load in and out of. And it was halfway between Startville and Oxford, essentially. It's an hour drive, hour plus. And so that's where I saw the Eagles. I saw Boston. Um, and so we can hate you for that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you guys didn't see the Eagles. I have not seen the Eagles. No, no. saw the Eagles and the Hell Froze Over tour. Yeah, and we had it. I don't know. I think we didn't go see it because uh, we had kids, and you know, at that point, it was kind of like, well, oh, you know, we can't afford to go see that. But uh, we that's that's the that's before we had kids. Yeah, you know? so, <laughs> so, so we had little kids, had and money. that's what you know. But uh, I really regret that to this day. So uh, I think I saw Van Halen and uh, Van Hagar. In, in Tupelo. Did you see both Van Halen or no, Van Halen? No, okay. No, it's all Van Hagar. But but anyway, so it was interesting talking about because prior to prior to that, if you were gonna go see a concert in, in Mississippi, you'd either go to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum or the Jackson Coliseum or either Tad Smith or or, oh, uh-huh, or the Humphrey yeah. Coliseum. And those were kind of because um, you know, Tat Smith or the Humphrey Coliseum, they were in that route from Memphis to, right. to Tuscaloosa or So Birmingham. they'd usually be okay. middle-of-the-week kind of concert, exactly. usually a Wednesday night or maybe yeah. a Thursday or whatever before they hit Memphis or you know wherever they were coming from yeah. Memphis, I yeah. guess. But, yeah. and, and this was a Tuesday. Kansas was a Tuesday. Yeah, Killed that's what I remember. Chicago in fact, I remember seeing Kansas. Maybe it was Kansas uh, or maybe in Jimmy Buffett. I don't remember, but I remember seeing – Jimmy Buffett? They, yeah. You saw Jimmy Buffett? I've seen Jimmy Buffett twice, yeah. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> How have you not seen Jimmy Buffett? I've never seen know. Jimmy I'm, Buffett. I'm I mean, luck. unless you Terrible just don't luck. care to see Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> no, I want to. But he's, I don't care to see Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, Mac McAnally from Belmont, Mississippi. He's a right-hand guitar player. Yeah. Anyway, I saw him like one night at State and one night at Ole Miss. Yeah, wow. Buffett, yeah. So I think it did the same thing with Kansas. Awesome. Yeah. You saw Kansas twice? I, I, yeah, I've seen Kansas twice. I doubly hate you. Well, yeah. It's the same show. Like going to a movie, you know. Yeah, but you still did it. That's so. right. Um, but so I, I hardly saw any concerts growing up because there wasn't anything that would come close to, to Meridian. You had to go to Jackson mm-hmm. to see anything major. I think um, my first concert that I remember, it was probably David and the Giants, contemporary Christian artists, Christian rock artists. Um, and they were from Forest, Mississippi. So it's not like you, I mean, and, and no offense to the Huff brothers, you know, uh, David, the giants had some, some, actually some secular hits, pretty big in Christian music circles, talented guys, oh, yeah. but it was like, you know, going to see your cousin's band play. So right. saw him at uh, Meridian high school. If I remember correctly, probably 1982, 83. And then I remember truth. You guys remember the band? Oh, gosh. Truth. I've seen truth. 
yeah. more times than I can count. Yeah, so Truth came through Marine High School, and they did a program during the day at Marine High School, which you couldn't do now by, by any stretch no. of the imagination um, because nobody would get off their phone and pay attention. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, a- you know, so those are the ones I remember. Smaller acts almost would be considered club acts at this point. Right. Um, but, but, you know, th- this talking about what comes here and what doesn't, do you remember a few years ago Snoop Dogg? actually came to Starville, but he didn't go to a big venue. He went to Rick's Cafe. Right. That's right. Basically right. To uh, Super Bulldog Weekend, I think, was the— Might have been. I think that's what he was here for. Well, Vanilla Ice has been here. He was at the old Hunt Club. But are were they both of them at the top of their game when they Snoop came was through? pretty close. Yeah. Maybe not, but I would have thought it would have generated a bigger place than, yeah. than just a— Yeah. But, but some artists prefer those smaller crowds. And some of them do, especially at different stages in their, you know, in their, in their music uh, creation. You know, uh, a lot of them will go and they want to test new, pro, uh, test new music you know, in smaller venues to see how they do before they, they launch right. in a larger well, place. Well, I remember reading when Prince died that, you know, because I hadn't seen Prince on tour or known about it, but people were talking about it after he passed. And apparently that's kind of what he did yeah. in his later years. He would go to much smaller venues, mm-hmm. more intimate settings. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wasn't a big Prince fan, but I kind of wished I'd paid more attention to yeah. see one of those. So uh, biggest concert you've ever been to? Biggest? Biggest. Like, biggest or favorite? Let's do biggest first. You okay. Know, you know, what's the, the, the biggest venue, spectacle? What comes to mind? I'm not sure. Well, I... I went to the Ichthus Festival back in the 80s, so that's obviously a festival. Does that count? Just another reason to hate Jay for Robbie. I mean, that would be the biggest in the sense that there was multiple multiple. So non-festival, single single artist concert with an opening act. With an opening act. Well, it doesn't have to have an opening act, but I'm... I'm I'm just thinking, we went to one in Florida. It was a Gaither Vocal Band homecoming concert. I'm sure, as far as the venue is concerned, that was probably the biggest I've been to. Uh, otherwise, it's probably the hump, something at the hump. Yeah. What about you, Arnold? Uh Mine would be uh, uh, Paul McCartney in uh, 90 uh, is in Memphis at the Coliseum. And uh, sorry about that. But that was the biggest show that we had. I mean, I've, I've seen other artists that have, you know, you go to uh, to some of the things here and they may fill up most of a uh, of a Coliseum or an arena, but they're smaller places. And this was the whole thing was filled up. You know, there were chairs on the on the floor yeah, or even the hump all the way around cut it yeah like, right yeah. lots of people do that yeah so uh so that's probably the biggest show i've ever seen in terms of uh, and that was a single artist he had no warm-up uh had no uh, warm-up band or whatever he just came out and played wow mm-hmm. wow um for me it would have been you two of course i've seen you two five times yeah i hate you for that yeah yeah hate me five times over um I the the biggest venue I saw them was uh, Legion Field. Oh wow! Me and you know eighty thousand my closest That's friends. Right. It was uh it was the spring of ninety uh, two was the uh, outdoor broadcast which was the stadium version of the Octune Baby tour. Right. And so um, it was you talk about a spectacle, uh, video assist screens, all kinds of stage presence. It was nuts, absolutely nuts, and just a, an incredible. Um, an incredible venue uh, and an incredible concert. That that was the first of five shows I've seen you two. Um, it not back to back to back, but you know different years. So it's been kind of interesting to, to chronicle. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's probably the largest. Or actually, I'm just thinking. Um, 
No, maybe Soldier Field two years ago. We saw you two uh, do the Joshua Tree Tour, and that was pretty well packed. So whoever had a larger capacity, usually college stadiums are a little bit larger than NFL stadiums. So, but um, anyway, so those are most of my answers to our questions here are going to be you two. So so I have seen other acts. So uh, I did see Glenn Campbell in the uh, Astrodome, but it was part of a rodeo. He was like the... Okay. Out, did so a, let me did let me songs. So and two of them were Southern Knights and Rhinestone Cowboy. I think yeah. I, well, Rhinestone Cowboy was definitely there. I don't know if Southern Knights was out yet or not. I I know Rhinestone Cowboy was out that, and probably Southern Knights as well. He did, like I said, he did, you know, maybe ten songs, you know, and that was uh, that. Rhinestone Cowboy was definitely one of them. Did he do? Uh, did he play the? Uh, what was it? The what does he play behind his head? The the guitar. Uh, wait until overture. Yeah. Did yeah. he play that behind? Hey, his... I didn't. He did not. He was on a horse. You know, for part of it. He came <laughs> that would have been even horse, better. Yeah. Wow. Have you guys seen video of Glenn Campbell playing? I have William seen. T- yeah, he's incredible. I mean, people don't realize what an incredible guitarist he was. He was just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I had no clue because yeah. I was a. I loved Glenn Campbell as a kid because. Do you was, remember the show? Were you you're probably not old enough to remember his vaguely. show? Vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. So, all right. So favorite concert. So Jay, what was your favorite concert of all the concerts? Well, checking the stubs. I'm going to check the stubs. I'm going to go with what I asked you a minute ago. I'm going to go with the Ichthus Festival because that was just amazing. I mean, I'd never been to a festival like that. It's kind of Christian Woodstock is how it was portrayed. Wilmore, Kentucky, outdoors. The what? Good stock. Good stock. Good stock. Not Woodstock. I'm trademarking that. Yeah, and the, there you go. They probably the group, and there were some great. Michael Card was there, and he did. Um, he, we did like Lord's Supper with him, and then that was I mean huge. That's the biggest Lord's Supper I've ever attended. Oh, wow. I bet, I bet that was awesome. And then Sweet Comfort Band came through. It was on their final tour. It might so have been their eight, final concert. So eighty three. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. So perfect. That timing. sounds about right. Eighty three. Yeah. yeah. So that was you know just for nostalgia. No. Eighty four. Eighty four. Some perfect timing came out. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at Brian Duncan that we talked about that. Good. Good. So he, well, we, that was I knew it was right in that time and you know in a bus with a bunch of kids all the way to Kentucky and then outdoors for a couple of days and then back. So it was. Do you remember what Sweet Comfort Band played? I don't know. I don't have that kind of that kind of memory. That's why, why I have things in my. You didn't write it on your stuff. So Sweet Comfort Band, Michael Card. Who else was in there? Uh, Res Band, Larry Norman, Undercover. Oh. Um, I wrote down. Let's see. So eighty five. That would maybe be Steve. Steve Camp. I'm sure Brian. Steve Camp was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I could remember. I tried to find. Boys and a girls list. renounce the world. Yeah. the The list of lineups only went back to like the late. I don't know, maybe 2000s, because it stopped for a while and it started back and it doesn't exist now in its same form. But it's uh, it was one of the longest ones running, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a huge. It was a- apparently Mike Pence went to one, I and mean, I came across that when I was researching. But I don't know. I can't confirm if it was the same one I was at or not. Yeah. Wow. You didn't write that down on the back of the stub. I, you know, he could have been sitting Mike right next Pence to was here. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but I have a feeling he's going to be important someday. Yeah, but that was a lot of fun. I mean, and I tried to go again, and it just didn't work out. But everybody I was listening to was there, pretty much. Yeah, I don't think Petra was there, but yeah, I I put that down as the fave. Uh, Art, what was your favorite? Uh, Would have said Paul McCartney, but I started to think, okay, now in terms of you know the artist I like, you know the material they did, which all you know Paul McCartney was sitting right there up there with that. Uh, but also the show and uh, and just kind of the experience itself. 
And uh, for me, it's Elvis Costello seeing, and I've seen him a couple of times. Seeing him, uh, a I bet couple, you that was great. Yeah, a couple of years ago in the Sanger Theater in New Orleans, uh, Becky and the boys and I went and saw him. Uh, Lark and Poe opened up for him. We thought he was great. Thought they thought they were great. They're uh, two sisters that uh, do some uh, blues-based uh, rock. But Elvis did all his stuff. Very personable, very engaging. Just uh, talking to the audience, joking, uh, told the story behind songs. So all that was a, a great experience. Um, he did different takes on certain songs. He would do some, uh, had a very stripped down band. Sometimes he would only do uh, just an acoustic, acoustic guitar and, and him or just an electric guitar and him. Um, uh, when he did Allison, he came out and he actually got away from the microphone with an acoustic guitar. And the effect was that you had to just stop to hear it. You know, it was, uh, you know, I, I might have rather heard it a little bit more like the, the album but I've, I've heard that version plenty of times before. Allison. But it did, it was so quiet and he just did, he did it. And with the Sanger, you know, it's built to be, you know, uh, the acoustics are such that it's built to be uh, voices heard, you know, on, from the stage without any type of amplification. And it did work and it forced you to kind of really listen to the song. So that was neat. And just enjoyed, you know, sharing that with the boys and Becky. Uh, so they're looking at me expectingly. So, uh, you know, I've got a couple of favorites, and so probably the one that was just, I don't want to say emotional, but almost was seeing you 2 in Atlanta about seven or eight weeks after 9-11, hmm. which was a pretty amazing show, and if you recall Super Bowl in 20, in 2002, um, you two performed, and they the the set that they did for halftime was uh, what they did, and it was part of what they did in Atlanta. And I forget the tune; I'll have to go back and look at it. But they um, they projected all the names of the nine eleven victims. Mm, wow, uh, that would be in, something in a in a in, in a in a scroll that went up, and it was pretty pretty incredible. And Bono had this leather jacket that he kept close, but at the end he would raise up, and under the arms you would see the American flag. Oh, that's very cool. It was so. If you get a chance to look at the uh, the the two thousand two Super Bowl U two halftime performance, I know I've seen that. I, I guess I've forgotten that because I remember seeing that. But yeah, yeah that'd be cool. That was pretty incredible uh, seeing and I've talked about this before when we did our music episode, seeing the call for briefest of seconds at a, a showcase at Gospel Music Association Week was really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my favorite concerts of all time, uh, and boy, you talk about eclectic. Um, I, I One of my favorite performance albums um, is Operation Mindcrime by Queensryche. So I got a little shock there from Jay. Uh, hard rock band, and this was a concept album that they did. Uh, gosh, 89, 90, something like that. And so they, they, they had a big hit, Silent Lucidity, I guess in 92 or 93 from the Empire album. And what they did, they performed in their, on their Building Empires tour. I saw them in Jackson. Uh, they performed uh, their current stuff, and then they stopped the set in the middle, and then they did the entirety of Operation Mind Crime from start to finish. Wow. And because uh, it's it's a big performance piece, um, so that was incredible. And then I talked about it a second ago, seeing you two perform the Joshua Tree front to back uh, in, in in Chicago was just absolutely incredible. 
So Joshua Tree is one of the most influential albums on me. Uh, it came out when I was in um, 11th grade, maybe. So somewhere in the 86, 87, 85, 86. And uh, so, I mean, you know, U2 is just a, a huge favorite of mine. So that was pretty incredible. So I guess I cheated and came yeah, up Yeah, I was going to say, we were told we could only pick one. <laughs> and I think he rattled off four. Five, six. Five, six, yeah. So, yeah, 22, something like that. Yeah. So, but. Uh, I had to reject my son's performance watching their band play because sorry i can only pick one <laughs> so Thanks. what would be number three for you because holy ghost uh, uh holy ghost electric show yeah, yeah like, i always want to say holy ghost experience i don't know why i always want to say holy ghost that's experience. your son's band holy yeah. ghost electric show uh, okay yeah. cool they've been on sirius xm and everything i mean okay. yeah yep cool uh cool and band. that was that was a cool experience all right lightning round real quick because i know we're, we're close on time the act that you wish you had seen I'll start Kansas. <laughs> We've already kind of all Kansas, expressed who hadn't seen Kansas. <laughs> yeah, really. Twice. Yeah. And they were at the Silver Star not long ago. So, uh, yeah. I and So, we'll finish the lightning round, but then I've got a question for you. So, for me, it would have been Kansas at their prime when yeah. you guys saw them. All right, and then I, I had I have an answer, but I'm going to say my my substitute would be Jimmy Buffett. Now that we've mentioned that that you've seen him many times, and I haven't, but the but I want to see Kiss, and I think that might still be possible. Every now and then they still tour. Um, my parents would not let me buy their albums in uh, nights and certain for save it service for service. Yeah, and that probably has something to do with it. Maybe the speeding blood, the blowing fire, uh, but I think that would just be. A crazy fun concert to see all oh, the yeah. makeup and and the, I think all that. Stuff. I think it's sponsored by Geritol at this it's point. Maybe yeah, probably so he spits Geritol. Out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a friend that he was really into it in high school, junior high, whenever they first came out, and he still is. And he goes to the concerts. He goes backstage. He and Gene Simmons are on first name basis. See, it's crazy. I've got a good friend who loves Rick Springfield and has she has seen Rick Springfield probably forty times, and he knows her. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my friend Tanya, who I, I think, saw Rick Springfield at the Hump. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, so Kiss would be the one. What okay. about you, Art? Uh, you know, I should say the Beatles, I guess, just because I'm a lifelong fan. Would love to see them together, but really, it's kind of the Eagles for me. And I know they're touring now, but I would love to see them before Don Henley died. It was just, and again. We had the opportunity to see him and so, just did not see him. So, so I so want I, I, I to see Kansas. You guys yeah. have seen Kansas. You, you, you guys want to see the Eagles. I've seen Eagles. Jay wants to see Buffett. I've Art's seen Buffett. Buffett. Yeah. I've eaten at a have margarita. Have you seen Kiss? No. Oh, yeah. Kiss? All the oh. time. Yeah, several times. Yeah. <laughs> have you? No, I have no. never seen Kiss. Yeah. Um, I've eaten at Margaritaville. Does that count? And a buffet. Wow, I think that's all we can serve up for today for guys. Jimmy makes that joke at both of his concerts. Jim made that joke at both of the concerts. Wow. His mother thought he was playing at the Holiday Inn for the longest time. (laughs) (laughs) In Pascagoula. That's right. Anyway. All right, so anything else about concerts you guys want to talk about? I think we need to make a road trip. That's what we need to do. Because the Silver Star has great concerts all the time. So that that was my question. So I, I... would you go see one of your bands that you always wanted to go see at a casino? Because yeah, we, it's, saw the, sure. we saw it's the Monkees, kind of, which at that point was just Mickey Dolans and Davy Jones. So it was just the Monks. Yeah, the Monk and the E's were somewhere else. But uh, the two of them at the Beau Rivage down on the coast, and it was a great show, just a really, really good show. Hey, hey. We're the Monkees. Yeah, people say we're mucking around. So We're too busy singing. 
Yeah, there you go. And I guess I should clarify. I would like to see. Too late. You. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and we're out of time. <laughs> I yeah. really would have liked to see Kiss when Peter Chris and Ace Freely and everybody original was there. Oh, Peter, yeah. yeah. I was a drummer. Peter Chris was my guy. You know, I could sing every word of Beth, I Hear You Calling. So when you said Kansas in their prime, that reminded me that's uh, the kiss I want to see. Yeah. But well, I'll see what I can. Everybody's do. still alive, though, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I would love to have seen Sweet Comfort Band. So I'm talking to you, Brian Duncan. All right. So that's it. That's our summer concert series episode of Guys of a Certain Age. We uh, thank you guys for downloading and listening. If you like, like. If you don't like, please still like. And then you can blast us in the comments. That's fine. So anyway, until next week, we'll see you.